Stampede. Garner is in number 123, recorded 1-9-2022. Nowadays, it's difficult to get at the truth of things. You have to rely on statistics that may be inaccurate. Usually, if you live and interact in an environment, you get a good understanding of what's happening. That's how you can see things for yourself and pass judgment as to their truth. For example, I once spent some time in a small town high in the Andes Mountains. I've forgotten its name, but I think it was in Ecuador. 
After being there for several days, I began to notice there weren't any police officers. The town was composed of primarily native people who spoke Quechua, an ancient language, and dressed in colorful clothes, with men having long black hair down to their waist and who wore black hats like what you might find men wearing on Wall Street. And their music was the music of the Andes Mountains. The open markets were filled with everything that came from the townspeople. No supermarkets, no trucks bringing produce grown from other parts. Livestock of every kind were sold. Chickens, pigs, goats, cows, and mules. Yeah, if you wanted something to eat, it came from what they had grown or raised. But I began to notice there weren't any police around. No officers dressed in uniforms carrying sidearms. No patrol cars passing in the streets. So I stopped the man who spoke Spanish and asked him where all the police were. And he said, No tenemos policía. Estamos tranquilo. Now, here was a town of people, maybe 25,000, and there wasn't a single policeman. And as it was explained to me, the people were tranquil and didn't need policemen, or for that matter, didn't want policemen. In many ways, the people were free to resolve disputes among themselves. They were a free people content with few conflicts. I still have somewhere a picture of a mestizo woman sitting with a pig she had on a rope trying to sell it. No beauty salon existed for her. No soft cream to remove her wrinkles.
in this country, we get our news from a television, an iPhone, a radio, or a computer removed from the actual events of the day. And to be accurate, there are lots of people who spend an enormous amount of time each day at a computer or on a cell phone, never really engaging with the outside world. It's the artificial world, and there's no end to it, because it isn't real, and there'll never be an escape from it. For millions of people, the facts are what you see or what you're told through the machines. It can never be verified because you live in the world of deceptions. Do you really believe you'll be told the truth? The truth about the pandemic? About our government's debt? Of the future collapse? No, you can't be allowed to see what's headed for you. That's why you've been made to live in the artificial world, controlled how you're to think, who to believe, or to keep you deceived into thinking the way the artificial world wants you to behave. The machines will make you the way they want you, stupid and afraid. And when it looks like everything is collapsing and ending, they'll try telling you it's your fault. You could never be trusted. That's why you were spied upon, censored, censored through the machines. They could never let you see who you are and what you're thinking. They know everything about you. So when it comes to an end, you'll be easy to manage, manipulated, still working, making you think everything is still good. The system is still working, that the artificial world will make sure you're safe. But you aren't safe. The system is falling apart, and you'll know it when they start blaming you. You see, you're the patsy, the fool that is going to take the fall. You're to be blamed for their mistakes, and you won't be able to escape.
It ain't necessarily so, the things you've been told. When you live your days watching and listening to what's on the machines, you've most likely been corrupted. You've been tricked, manipulated to be what the ones who run the machines want you to be. But you'll know when things are collapsing. When the money you're using doesn't have value. When there's daily mass killings and you can't keep track of who and why. They all blend together into the new expectations. Five killed here, eight killed there, twelve and fifteen It doesn't matter anymore because the propagandists keep moving along one day after another as if it's normal. Wake up, have a cup of coffee and a bowl of cereal, turn on the tube, and it's another killing of seven at a shopping mall. Finish your breakfast hop in the car, start heading to work, and the radio tells you the inflation is transitory. And don't worry, we'll get back to normal. And when you get to your place of employment, your boss tells you one of your fellow workers came down with COVID, So you've got to go back home and remain quarantined for five days. But don't worry. Everything will be back to normal. But what's that the radio says? Some ground beef was being recalled because of contamination. And a poultry producer had to cull a thousand chickens because of an infection of bird flu? And all the politicians keep getting on the news, telling the people, there's nothing to worry about. We're still the strongest country in the world. But then that seven-day cruise down to the Caribbean has been canceled. An outbreak of covid Or was it a variant of COVID? No, that wasn't it. It was the food poisoning. The passengers were getting sick, feeding themselves in an all-you-can-eat buffet. Yeah, we're at the top. And no one or no thing can bring us down. Normalcy is just around the corner.
Of course, what's normal? Lots of people who commit murder confess they didn't know what they were doing and claim mental illness as a defense. Now, do Americans admit that something is wrong with their country when we have the largest number of people incarcerated in the world? What's this I see? A 14-year-old is being hunted down for murdering three people? And that's not the most egregious event during the New Year's Eve weekend starting out 2022. No, nobody ever says this country is unhealthy. But the truth of the matter is, people are blaming it on the water we drink. Our leaders are prepared to spend billions of dollars removing lead pipes in communities, claiming it's killing people. But we've got 14-year-olds killing three people, and he's probably older compared to the other children killing children. I mean, they could be six, seven, eight years of age these days. I don't like hearing politicians getting in front of the cameras and telling the people in this country we're the greatest place on earth. Sure, we can spend billions on the Hubble telescope searching the universe for new life, but we can't admit we've got something wrong in our own backyard. I don't like being deceived, manipulated in believing there's nothing like home sweet home when we've got craziness going on behind closed doors. And you want to know why I think mental illness is a problem with millions of households in this country? Because if you look at and listen to the political leaders in power, you'd think they all believe each other deserve medals of accommodation for serving the people. Their behavior is meritorious because we haven't seen anyone carrying a loaded weapon onto the floor of the U.S. Congress. And you want to know why? Because they've installed metal detectors before you can enter the Capitol building. Not to mention the protective barriers surrounding the Capitol for fear of some disgruntled citizens might do something abnormal.
Yeah, the unhealthy, the discontented are not going to stand by keeping things the same. There aren't many people in this country who would tell you we're headed for good times. But what the politicians and the propagandists have been telling us wasn't the truth. Or what was worse, they were lying to us to trick us into believing we needed more because it would make us feel better that all you really needed was more and you'd gain by it. But the people are seeing we aren't getting better, that yes, something was wrong and to use more force, more weapons, more surveillance, more manipulation, more violence, more greed, and higher prices resulted in leaving more people left behind from the system of wanting. That the illness, the tragedies that kept coming wasn't going to stop, and that we needed another way of living. And it wasn't from measuring our lives with the bottom line of profits. That understanding there was something more important, and it wasn't our greed. That our lives weren't measured by getting more. That it wasn't really what we needed. But we were deceived into believing that was what was important. And you want to know why? Because our politicians, our leaders, our artificial system kept telling you, you were free. But you haven't been free for a long time. And most likely will never be free again till you can feel a sense of contentment. And that isn't found in corporate profits. The money you've been working for never made you free. It controlled you. But that wasn't what this country offered. It wasn't a new automobile. That wasn't it. The promise of seeing and feeling something beautiful that came from the natural world. To create something beautiful from the natural world. That was our promise, not the artificial world. We built an artificial time, and it wasn't with value. It was a distortion of time.
This week on Garner Isn't, you first heard El Candor Pasa, a traditional Peruvian piece composed by David Robles in 1913. Then from the movie Matrix Resurrection, music by Johnny Klimek and Tom Tykwer, the opening. Then again, another work from Klimek and Tykwer, it's in my mind, followed by the music of David Julian from the movie The Prestige. No, not today. Then a shortcut from Franz Waxman's composition for the 1940 movie Rebecca, the opening theme. And finally, you heard Burkhardt Talowitz's music for the movie The Truman Show. Truman Sets Sail. Stampede, written and performed by Edward Garner in Morro Bay and Paso Robles, California.